Yeah, we do that. This is Carrie from In the Girls' Corner, and I am here with Andy Main. I'm so excited to be speaking to you. It's been such a long time. You own Pure Mixed Martial Arts. Uh, Andy Main is a second-degree black belt? Yep. Okay. Andre Hansa Gracie, uh, uh, Ultimate Fighter alum. I could speak on and on about your accolades. Uh, pancreas uh, champion, uh, 145 or 135? 45. <sighs> So how is everything? It's been since Bellator in Long Island, I believe. It's been a long time. How's everything been? Uh, honestly, all things considered, I really can't complain. Um, you know, I wish I could be fighting. Uh, unfortunately, I've been dealing with a lot of injuries. I had a couple injuries leading up to the, that fight and the fight at LFA just before that. Um, and then that fight was, that was the first time I ever got knocked down in a fight. And I was like, you know what? I take some time you know, rest up, let my head heal, and then also let these other things heal. But unfortunately, it's gone the other way. Uh, I realized, you know, some of my injuries have been a lot worse than uh, the, in my spine in particular than I thought they were. So it's, I've just been out for a while. Um, but other, other than that, um, like I said, all things considered, things have been good. My wife uh, and I had a baby this year, uh, last year. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, or that is a lot of fun. Um, the gym thankfully bounced back from the closures and we're as big as we've ever been bigger and uh, you know, just staying busy in whatever way that I can and uh, you know, staying active in, in training and martial arts and everything else as well. That's awesome. I saw you had a baby. I was going to say congratulations. That's a gift in itself and had to have been a blessing through everything that went on, you know, yeah. the downs and, you know, people don't realize when, you're not only your career, but your passion gets taken away. Uh, and, and literally you're told you can't do this or, you know, because you're not doing that. It's, it's really, really sad. And I have the same opinion as you. I didn't, you know, I, as a journalist, I could have gone to fights and, you know, said, well, get me in the back door and, you know, done it that way or gotten a fake card. And I don't want to do that. And I don't want to go get tested, you know, for a three day event. It's just crazy. Uh, so I said, you know what, when they start normaling out again, which it's looking like that's happening, uh, then I'll start, you know, going to fights again, but I feel you it's, it's hard. So I know you've been going through that and you're not far from us. I'm in New York. You're in Pennsylvania or New Jersey, New Jersey. Okay. So yeah, it's not very far, although they didn't go full on what New York city did. Right. Right. Yeah, no, it's been, uh, you know, it's been a juggling act with the businesses, um, you know, I mean, listen, like I, I, I kind of respect the, uh, the attempt at, at doing whatever we can do to try to, you know, keep, keep people healthy or whatever. But at the same time, I just, I guess, I guess I just didn't realize how easily like everything that I've worked for can be just ripped out from underneath me. Um, and that was very eye opening where like, you know, they were basically like all of my businesses. Thankfully, my I, I also own the uh, uh, Pliables restaurants, a couple of franchises, which is like acai bowls and smoothies and things like that. Um, and so thankfully, we were able to do delivery and stuff for that. But for my gym, you know, we were closed for, closed for months and, and they just were like, this is how it is. You have to be closed and, you know, whatever. So, I, you know, like all of a sudden I'm like, well, this I've been building this thing for literally a decade where this year is 10 years. So a decade and, and we were on the brink of going out of business because, you know, 
we just didn't have a choice. And, uh, you know, at a, at a certain point, you just have to say, well, you know, like, I guess I'm going to just lean on my, my rights to survive. And, we, you know, we just opened up and thankfully, uh, you know, thankfully things have, you know, have been fine. Um, we bounced back and, and, you know, the, the, all the uh, restrictions started lifting and, you know, they've ebb, ebbed and flowed, but, you know, nobody really bothered us after the first few months. I don't think that they're going to go for a part two like they did the first time. I don't think people are going to go for shutting their businesses down for any length of time ever again. You know, when you look at Congress, those people were still making money. The media was still, these people were not stopping their lives. They were just doing stuff remotely, yet we had to shut down everything that we've ever worked for, everything we've ever done. And you know, it's not like we're not paying it back in inflation either. So all that free money wasn't so yeah, yeah. absolutely and and it, damning for so many people. So yeah. eye opening. It was a game of winners and losers, unfortunately. And, and, you know, and like the hard part is, and is that, you know, like the job is not necessarily easy. Like I can, I can appreciate that where it's like, okay, I have to make a decision based on a, you know, a worldwide pandemic theoretically. Yeah. Right. So, right. So like, I get it, but at the same time, like, you know, what was very difficult for us and for, I think a lot of people was this game of winners and losers where, you know, you had, you had, you, you didn't give people the opportunity to decide for themselves. You didn't, they, they there, there was definitely no like protocol that kind of made sense where it was like, okay, like, listen, like, obviously if you're elderly and high risk, you should probably stay home. But, but it, it really didn't come down to that. It was basically like, are you, what was the word they used? Um, you know, essential, right? If you're an essential worker, you, uh, I'm sorry, my, one of my dogs. No worries. I'll grab him in a second. You, background. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if you're an essential worker, you know, or essential business, you stay open. And yeah. then if you were non-essential, uh, you didn't, and you didn't have a choice. You didn't have a discussion. You didn't have, there was no like, well, you know, for a lot of people, we are essential and, Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's like, who's to say what's essential, you know, really. I'm so those are the things that I had a major issue with. Um, and mostly in silence, you know, like I, I, I appreciate talking with you about it, but the reality is, that, you know, I have people that I talk with about it, but I'm not, I'm personally, you know, like I literally, the guy right next door, there's a, my gym and then there's a 24 hour, like regular fitness center. That guy was like in the newspaper on the front lines. Like, oh, I know who you're talking about. Um, All over the front lines, everywhere. He's like been on the news channels. Uh, Ian? Uh, so Ian is South Jersey. There's okay. another guy. There's another guy, Tommy, who he wasn't as big. He was more like local media um, and stuff, but he still was on some news channels and basically same thing. Just like, Hey, listen, like we can do the things that we can do. We can limit capacity. We can, right. you know, whatever. Like he's like, but you can't, you can't say that we're not allowed to make a living. Like it's, that's like asinine. What are you talking about? Like we have to survive. And like, granted, you know, okay. The government, again, like you said, the government, you know, did their bailouts in the, in the form of, uh, of stimulus, but like, you know, that's not really how it should have been. It's like, that's, it, that's, that's kind of that worst case scenario. You know, you don't, you don't disrupt the economy like that. And then but again, those are all just opinions, but, um, but as far as, as far as like, from our perspective, 
it was very frustrating of this, like, well, listen, like, sorry, you're not essential is essentially what you're saying is what you're saying. You're like, you're not the winner of our pool of who's essential. Um, and a lot of them don't make sense. You know, it's like liquor stores are open and, uh, you know, fast food joints. It's like, okay, like I understand grocery stores, but fast food yes, joints. It makes no sense. That was my argument from the beginning. The only sense that I saw in them keeping uh, liquor store open and, and it didn't even, it didn't happen until two days ago. I was like, Oh, I, you know, I, as an ex addict, I never yeah. even thought about that. And my stepmom was telling me they were talking to a lot of the County guys in uh, Long Island. They know a lot of the um, political people. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them were very, very worried about people going through DTs that are severe alcoholics. Yeah, and absolutely. Stuff. Well, like, you know, and, and my opinion is not that they should have been closed. No, they, they, they I, should have the right to choose. Right, exactly. You right. have the right. And, and, you know, and, and whatever the case is, like, even if you want to put stipulations on, like, what you have to post up, like, I can, I understand, like, if you're like, hey, listen, like, you know, you guys are doing wrestling, you're on top of each other, like, this is very high risk activity, you know, put a big sign on your door that says, you know, what this is and you are taking your own risk which we did anyway right yeah. because like obviously for liability purposes yes. but you know like you, you you put that out there and and then you make you make decisions for yourself and then and One then of the cleanest places too you guys are very diligent about cleaning gyms so it just baffled me in my personal opinion from being you know involved in mixed martial arts and so many different industries zero of it made any sense and i said you're shutting down businesses that are going to help people. And clearly it proved where they were saying that like comorbidities with obesity and stuff. Oh, so we were all right. And, and you know, working out outside was a huge thing too uh, also. And there's just so many things that it was just so invasive on your personal freedoms where if they just gave everybody the choice, like right now they should be saying, listen, if you don't feel like you uh, want to be out in the public without a mask, wear one. It's, be your choice at this point and also with everything it should just be a personal choice right no there's a there's a you know and and that's it's unfortunately become you know a large like the conversation has i shouldn't say the conversation the the narrative that's that the narrative of what they people think the conversation is has become my side versus your side which is like well you know, if you're, you, you have the people who still think that like, if you don't wear a mask and don't get vaccinated, you're killing somebody else's grandma, which mm-hmm. is, you know, not even like, not even like the experts are saying that anymore. You're no more dangerous than anybody else really. Yeah. As far as that comes out, if you don't have symptoms, if you have symptoms, you stay home. That's always been the like case. anything else. Right. You know, so, um, but, and I, and I also, but I think the reality is that just like, most other uh, controversial topics is that you have you have most of the people having the real conversation, which is like, yeah, we should probably take some precautions. We should probably address this thing. We should probably think about like, like let's get the real numbers. Oh, if you're young and you're healthy and you're you know eating right and you're sleeping right and all these things, you're you know you're very unsusceptible. Oh, where where you know like where are there a large congregation of those people? Gyms. Yeah. You know, so it's like, okay, you know, like I, so, so, and I'm not saying like, there's necessarily like, like you have the conversation, but the real conversations are being had like in house, like, Hey, Mm -hmm. should we be doing this? Should we be limiting classes? Maybe we should, but you know, the idea that we're just going to 
outright, oh, you know, okay, there's, you know, a few people have come in, you know what, let's just close with, with that tested positive, let's just close for a week, you know, you let people make decisions. And if people make bad decisions, people will stop going to those places and the market will work itself out. Yes. And, and that's what I think most of the country believes in, no matter what anybody says, but those aren't the people that are the loudest. They're like me, they're just kind of going to, you know, be the, I think it's called the gray man, where it's like, look, like, I'm just going to do my thing. I'm going to hope that nobody bothers me. And I'm just going to, because it's, for me, it's about my family. Like, I don't need to be a, a, you know, I've been on TV. I don't need to be on TV anymore. (laughs) Like, you know, like I, I'm happy to put my opinion out there. If somebody asks me, I'm happy to speak with somebody like you. And I'm not, I've never lied about it. I've never been like, Oh no, you know, like I'll say what I think. And I have people ask me, like, I have people email me and they're like, do you do this? I'm only coming to your gym if you do this. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't do that. And I totally understand you're more than welcome to find somebody else who does. Um, So I I just think, I think that it's, it's gone awry in a lot of ways. And now it's this, and, and not for nothing. It's like, again, it's like, it's like you have like your freedom fighters and then you have your like, you know, I don't even know what you want to call it. The other side that are like, I have a name for them, but the two, the two dissenting voices, and yes. then everybody in the middle is just kind of like, All right, I guess I'm just going to lay low. And, you know, if somebody who asks, wants to be canceled, who wants to be told? I mean, for months, for months, my mother literally thought I was a domestic terrorist. So I just couldn't help but laugh because my picture was shared by Bill Maher, by Samantha B by Vice TV, Vox TV. They were like labeling me everything in the book, but wouldn't say my name because defamation of character. They knew exactly who I was. And I'm sitting there laughing because I'm like, mom, do you really think that like what I'm fighting for is a terrorism kind of thing? Your rights, your freedoms, my niece's rights. You know, everybody, I said, medical freedom. I have uh, bipolar. Mm-hmm. Back in the 60s and and probably even into the 80s and I. They used to put people like me away, people like me that had a certain kind of opinion and would be loud about it. I don't care, you know, but, but that was a fact that they did it. And if you don't get this treatment and we're going to put you away. So it's a, to me, a very fine line of, um, medical freedom and also with girls and women and, you know, God forbid, you know, they want to say one day, well, um, we don't like the way that you're living, or you might be a little bit, you know, off, bipolar, whatever. We're going to make you right. take an IUD. And it's just right. a very. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, I, I mean, I totally get that. And it is a slippery slope. And it's, yeah. And that's, and that is where people should be drawing the line on, on a lot of things. You know, you have your right to work, you have your right to a lot of things, you know, uh, and, and each conversation is an individual conversation, yeah. you know, like the conversation about medical freedom, you know, or medical an- anonymity, like, yes. anonymity, like, you know, like even like people have asked me, they're like, what are you going to do if they bring vaccine uh, passports or vaccine mandates to New Jersey? I'm like, I will never in my life ask somebody about their own, their med- like I will, there's one medical question that I ask: do you have a medical condition that we should know about in case you go into cardiac arrest or something like that, because you're doing a, you know, which you don't even have to tell me. No. If you want to tell me I'm happy, yes. I have, you know, it's, but, and I have the AED and I have the thing, like, it's like, that's the thing too, is like of all the gyms, I'm one of like, probably if I had to guess, I would say one in a hundred jujitsu gyms has an AED machine in their gym. And I'm one of them. Pretty cool. Right? 
And yeah, because I can't, like I've seen, I've I have a friend who owns a gym who somebody passed away because they had a heart they had a a, a a cardiac arrest, and um and you know like it happens it's unfortunate and you know it's not his fault but at the same time like that person the nurses at that hospital said like yeah if they had an AD probably would have survived you know like I don't need to hear that twice. No. So I do everything I can. We do the fogging, we do the disinfecting, we do the, mo- we do all the things. We have the AD, we do everything we can to reasonably protect the people that train with us. We have, we actually have an in-house medic, you know, like, so we have a, a medic who's on staff and, and, and like, he's not there all the time. Yeah. But he advises and he's, you know, like we do everything. Now, not everybody has to go to those extremes. Oh, but it's smart. Right. But the point is that like, I've made those decisions for myself and my company and my, and my gym. Um, and it's like, because, but, but I will never ask somebody about like what vaccines they have, what his medical history they have beyond just, you know, Hey, if you want to share with us, something hey, we should know. Yeah. safety stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know, and some, and, and it was amazing. Like most people again are like, yeah, that makes sense. And then occasionally I get somebody who'd be like, well, but like, what about the rest of us? And I'd be like, well, what about the rest of you? I don't know what you have. You could have a bloodborne disease right now. I don't know. I was about just it. going to say that. Do they disclose if they have hepatitis C? No, no right. nobody's like, going to walk up to you and be like BTW, you know, it just, Right. Like we have a basic protocol. Like if you bleed, you get off the, if you start bleeding, you get off the mat and you know, but like, listen, you take risks every single day. You know, every time you get in your car, you take a risk. Every time you, you know, walk outside on the sidewalk, you take a risk, you know, like you take risks. You are walking into this gym. You're taking risks. That's why you have to sign a waiver, right? Everybody that signs a waiver. I pulled my lat and I had to literally pull my arm out to, to like, just to get, it was, popped out and I put my arm down and it sat on it and I was so freaked out I was like oh fuck I thought it was my shoulder again and I just kind of like reset it myself and I said I was afraid to go to a hospital because they'll just bang it around and next thing you know oh you need surgery again no I did it myself very cool calm and collected in the corner however they were like listen if you need to go to the hospital, whatever I'm like no I'm good I'm, I'm not gonna sit here go to the hospital right now but it was everybody was very like, you know, on top of it. And what can we do? Can we, I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm going to go and fix it myself, you know, but it's, it's, you want to be in a place that you know that you're safe. And, and let's face it, if you're in a mixed martial arts, Brazilian jiu-jitsu gym, whatever, there are people that have been injured and have had injuries. So you're around the right kind of people, you know, and you're around the people that, you know, you're not trying to kill each other. You're really training, or at least me, I'm 43. I'm not training to like hurt my friend. We're training to have fun and to get better at what we do. And I love it. And at the end of the day, you understand that there are risks that you're taking. Yes. You know? That's the whole thing is like, and everybody understands I'm that. I'm walking in the door. <laughs> on a fundamental level. So this is the first time in history, well, not in history, but in our, in my lifetime, in my professional lifetime, since I've been an adult, mm-hmm. and I own my own businesses that like, this is even a conversation. And yeah. I get it. I get it. There's something that's different in society uh, as far as the pandemic and things like that. And I get that. I understand that. But I, there's two, there's, there's, there's multiple layers of the conversation, but, but, but they're not being had. And it's like, you know, it's sort of like, okay, yeah, like medical freedom or, you know, you know, mandate everything. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. Well, what about putting a breathalyzer in people's cars? Because I'm sober 14 years in two weeks and I've done a very good job at not killing somebody else, myself, or ending up in jail. But there are other people that I see all the time 
that talk about, oh, you should, you know, you should, one of my friends, you shouldn't receive medical treatment in a hospital if you don't have a vaccine. Who does drink and drive? And I'm like, well, right. you shouldn't be allowed to have an or operate a vehicle because you're putting my safety and everybody else's plus yourself at risk every time you get in the car like that. And she did that night. So it's like, right. Yeah, no, oh, exactly. And, and, <laughs> and in that conversation, you can go multiple layers on that conversation. Absolutely. You know, it's like, you want to, you know, if you want to, because now you're going down the road of a social class, um, uh, um, rating system, you know, yes. which, which like China already has. And Canada's so, doing it too. Yeah. So it's like, if you're like, okay, well, you know, if it's a vaccine, you, you, you know, you're, you should be denied medical treatment if you don't yeah. have a vaccine. It's like, okay, well, what else? Smoking? Nazi you talk. know, uh, like, yeah. A certain level of obesity, uh, you know, um, exercise. Like, should we have to all log our exercise, you know? And, and do I get extra points since I exercise since for the first 30 years of my life, I exercise three times the amount of a normal person? Three points because of that? Like, do we get points just because to sign up for that? Because we've already done all the work? Like, what's right, right. It's like my heart's just probably, and, and that, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like that, that's such a, a broad scope conversation that like can't possibly be had and you can't, yeah. you know, you can't, you just can't do it. And, and, and yeah, I could go down the road on that one, but yeah, that uh, we are and we have to, because of what's happened at this point that I feel like we owe it like in general to have these conversations. And it's, it's so nice to be able to talk to somebody about it because we owe it to, I don't have any children, but I have nieces uh, and we owe it to them. To not let this happen to them and to say, you know what? Okay, if anything, this shows. I know people that are going to work sick because they tested negative for COVID. Well, congratulations, you're still sick. You went to the doctor for some reason. Why don't you just stay home? Right, right, right. Exactly. Maybe this will teach exactly. us. Better. Exactly, like, like common sense. I, you know, like I make this joke all the time and I feel bad but with like some of my friends, but I'm like, listen, like, my 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 government's not my daddy and it's not yes. my doctor it's not you know like i don't i'm not some like child to the government like they don't just tell me if i can go in or not like i'm an adult now i make a decision yeah i'm sick i'm gonna stay home yes you know, i'm not sick uh, okay i'm gonna go to work if i start to feel like shit i'm gonna go home like i'm gonna make those decisions and if you go in you see somebody who seems symptomatic then stay away from them Yes. Like, I, I don't, I don't know, you know, or you put your mask on, like, listen, I, I've been to country, I've been, you know, I fought in Japan for, uh, for four yeah. years and, and, you know, they, they've been wearing masks forever. It's not a big deal. And some of them wear masks and some of them don't. And if you want to wear the mask, you wear it. It's not like, I don't, I don't, uh, and nobody cares. It's like, okay, cool. Like that person's wearing a mask, that person's yeah. not, like, they just, they want to protect themselves. Yeah, it doesn't that, bother me if somebody's wearing one. It's not going to hurt my feelings exactly. if you have the mask on. It's at the end of the day, I don't think people should drive with them on. I think that's what's causing a lot of accidents more than anything I've ever seen in my life. Uh, however, it's, you know, there are countries that I think it's Korea and Japan that people that are sick wear them to not spread their sickness to other people. Mm -hmm. Well, I get that theory. You know, I, I can understand that, but stay home if you're sick. And, you know, if we lived in a society where we weren't bystanders, and I say more, not we, other people, because I try so hard not to be a bystander, where if somebody I know is sick, my friend had COVID, I'm like, do you want me to, do you need me to grab something from you from the supermarket? Would you like me to go and run an errand for you? And she's like, 
really? And I'm like, well, you're sick. You're going to, you know, you're stuck at home. You don't have a boyfriend. Would you like without you? And I mean, why shouldn't we be doing that for people? Right. Well, and it, because the people that, you know, the narrative is not that, you know, and if you're going to have the conversation, you know, if you're not going to have a conversation about like reasonable expectations of people in general, and that just, you know, you just shove mandates and, and, and expectations down people's throats. I shouldn't even say mandates because there's not mandates everywhere, yeah. obviously, but, um, but <laughs> it's just, it's just high, you know, expectations. And there are, uh, you know, there have been like executive orders in terms of like closures and things like that. So you're taking people's freedoms away and you're putting it in the hands of the government. That is what's happening no matter, you know, in some capacity, in various ways, in all different parts of the country, except for Florida. So, um, except for Florida, except for Florida. absolutely right. The only place yeah, I yeah. Just some, Hector Lombard and I had a conversation two days ago. I'm like, Oh, you're in the most free estate. He's like, where are you? I'm like, hell I'm in New York. He's like, is yeah. it Long Island? Luckily, I'm not in the city. I'm yeah. very blessed to be on the island. We're on our own little bubble out here. Like when people are like, "Oh yeah, it's, we got to wear." I'm like, I don't see. Like it's been since the beginning. Yeah, the I'm actually, I'm actually uh, cornering guys in at flex fights next yes. week uh, in Long Island. I'm not looking forward to that drive. Yeah, it's a tight. What is a uh, uh, space at the space? Maybe. What's that? Space in Westbury? Oh no, out in oh you're gonna be going out to Smithtown Hop Hop. Oh, that's a bitch. Cause you're from yeah. Uh, I don't even know. Is it far? Damn yeah, it's it. not. I'm like I told these. I'm like I'll do this one, but I'm like I don't think I can do this a lot. It's just so yeah. far. It's, like, it's, it's not that far, hike. but it's far. It's it's. That's a hike. It's a hike. I mean, I like. I'm 20 minutes from where it is. Maybe I'll head down there, but it's definitely, it's, it's not the closest place for you. And it's, I can understand because there's fights in Jersey that now I'm like, well, fuck it. Cause Jersey's open. I, I want to go. It's been two years since I've been to a live fight. It is killing me. It's training is great. And I train with uh, Matt Frivola sometimes and a bunch of uh, Sarah's guys and, you know, some guys from Bellator and shit. So it's cool, but it's not the same as going and sitting and watching it and you know getting to uh report yeah, yeah. everything so people don't understand when you hear when i hear people that are say teachers or nurses or whatever have the conversation that it took everything away from them like it took this took something away from everybody everybody's yeah. been there's not one well there are people that haven't really been affected but those are the people that you know we don't we don't have that privilege but most regular people uh, in one way or another, have been affected greatly. Uh, mm -hmm. And I just hope that we have all learned so much for it. And on to the other topic, what I really want to speak to you, I'm so excited about, because the, the vegan thing mm -hmm. with Eric Adams. Now, I, I, I know there's a major difference between vegan, vegan and vegetarian. Um, I tried to do the vegetarian thing once years and years ago, but I do enjoy meat once in a while. I eat more of a vegetarian diet sprinkled with meat if that makes any sense yeah 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 so you're mostly plant-based mostly plant-based and i feel way better when i don't eat foods with preservatives in it yeah. so i do have that where i want to eat and i do eat generally generally pretty freaking healthy i drink chaga mushroom tea mixed mm -hmm. frankincense and myrrh water <laughs> like yeah, there you go I'd like to say that I, you know, want to go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, whatever you want, but I eat generally 
I like to feel good. So I understand where he's coming from. Now, what is it like having a 14 year experience with this? Uh, so I was, well, so, so first of all, I can't, like, I can't imagine even going back to meet, um, the way that I started, well, so there's kind of multiple layers here. So one is that the way, the reason I started originally was I just wanted to try, see how it made me feel, it made me feel good, but it wasn't like, okay. And it was vegetarian. It wasn't vegan at that time. So that was like, I don't so 14 years. So yeah, like 18, um, around like 17, 18. Um, I then got sick and I was unable to digest meat for a, for like a, a few weeks. And I was so like turned off to the taste of meat and like just everything about meat that I was like, I can't eat meat at all. And then that's when I was like, you know what? I felt good anyway. Let me try vegetarian. And I went fully vegetarian. And then once you kind of start like, especially like as an athlete, like as an athlete, you always kind of do things to the extreme, right? Like, or not even as as like a professional athlete, but just in general, when you're like in tune with diet and in tune with that kind of stuff. So like you start doing a lot of research and then I, you know, of course I land on these sites that you're watching just like the horror of the um, commercial, you know, meatpacking industries and, yeah. and production industries and things like that. So then I was like, if I ever go back, I'm never going to ever, I'm never going <laughs> to, yeah, yeah. I'm never going to eat uh, you know, commercial processed meat, if anything, I'll do, you know, the home, the, the, you know, the home raised local farm thing. Uh, but ultimately I didn't, ultimately I just kept shifting away and away and away. Um, and I basically went fully vegan. I went fully raw vegan for a while because I wanted to, again, it was more of like a test. Like again, athletes do everything to the extreme. Yeah. My dog is now playing with a ball. <laughs> Come here, get over here. Um, it's like he, he all, all that stuff to find out what suits your body, what you feel good with, what yes, makes yes. you perform at your optimal, uh, you know, your optimum. And it, there's, it really, you should optimally want to perform at everything you do. Yes. So, well, there is, yeah. So there is that, and that is a major part of it. Um, and then the other side of it, you do kind of, you know, like the longer in it, you do start to think about those things with regards to animals yes. and, you know, and, and, and I think there's a lot of different ways to look at it in terms of, I, like, I don't think there's any uh, justification for the commercial industry, meat industry or dairy industry at all. Like, I don't like if you, it's like, I'm not, I'm not the vegan that's like, oh, like, you know, if you hunt this and that, like, I don't love it. I don't love the idea of killing animals at all. But I understand that, like, for thousands of years, hundreds of thousands of years, people have been hunting animals to survive. Like, it gets a part of the food chain. But this, like, you know, creating this environment of basically inhumane. It, it well, not just inhumane. I mean, it's a, it's, you eat a stressed-out piece of meat that you put. That's literally what they do to these animals. You're putting that energy in your body. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so there's the diet side of it. There's the ethics side of it, and there's everything yes. else. So, um, but what I will say is that so you know, like, it takes time for your body to adjust, no matter what you're doing. And for me. I went fully raw vegan, but I wasn't paying attention to all the little vitamins and minerals and everything else. And I didn't like know like omegas are difficult. Vitamin D is a little bit more difficult, like all of these things. So I crashed and then I came back. I went back to eating dairy. I added dairy back in and then I kind of found my balance. And 
And then for the past, like, I don't know, 10 years, it's been, I would say like, so you like, you're mostly plant-based you're mostly vegetarian. I'm like mostly vegan. Most of the time I eat vegan. I, you know, I try not to include dairy. I try not to include, I don't eat any meat at all, any meat. Um, but I, right now I eat a little bit sometimes, like if my wife makes it for herself, I might have a piece, um, just to see how I feel one way versus the other. Um, but I'm also trying to get back to basically completely vegan, uh, because I always felt better. Like, even if like, you know, I didn't feel necessarily bad eating fish or bad eating chicken, like I did with red meat, but, um, but I definitely, I definitely never felt as good as when I was very whole food balanced, plant fully plant-based diet was has always been my highest performance my energy level was through the roof Hmm. at that time when I was training and fighting and again you know I don't know like that worked for me you know and and I'm fortunate that it worked for me because you know there's a lot of people like I've had people that are like I went vegan I felt like shit so like I don't know if it's because they didn't figure out how to work a whole food diet and what most people tell me I tried it and then it didn't work they're not people like you that are in, like they're in tune with their diet. They're in tune with training and working out. They're kind of just people that are like, well, I tried it and I felt like shit. And then I stopped. It's like, well, yeah. Like, have you ever gone from like eating a shitty diet, eating potato chips and burgers and all that shit. And then eating clean, no matter what it is, you're going to feel like shit first. Absolutely. Your body's getting rid of the crap. you You know, you just said that you were, you know, uh, uh, recovering alcoholic. Is that what you said? I am recover, recovering. You're always recovering. I, say, I do say it all the time, but I do yeah. I never have any urges, which is great uh, from yeah. alcohol and drugs. The only thing that yeah, yeah. ever given me a problem was uh, marijuana. Yeah, yeah. So, well, but the thing is, is like, you know, I mean, it's like the simplest thing in the world, really, when you think about it, it's like, you know, would you tell a, a person who's addicted to drugs or alcohol that, you know, they shouldn't go off drugs or alcohol because they're going to feel like shit first. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like, it's going to feel like shit. Your body is adjusting. Like your body doesn't like to adjust exactly. um, at first. And then, and then it adjusts and then it gets used to what you do. And then you have to try to eat optimally and all those things. It is a two week period. Always. It is not there. Like it's a fail safe that you feel like shit. And I mean, unless you're like really like drinking all day and night drugging all day and night generally speaking you have a two two week de- uh, detox um and then your body does balance out you know and it starts it, to balance yeah and that, goes, and that goes for everything i mean I, and like the the idea that that's even like a you know again like if you put real time into it and like you know you really okay well i tried this and i wasn't getting enough everybody thinks it's protein it's never protein it's always the other things it's the iron it's the omegas it's the, hey, it's, you, is it the protein the problem that's so funny it's never the protein okay what'd you say ask you if that was a lack of was oh, it no 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 it's never a problem nobody is protein deficient like at, like that's like it's like the biggest myth it's a very big part of the um, not that you, you need protein, like you need proteins for, like you can't not have protein, yeah. um, but there's a, there's protein in a lot of things that you wouldn't right. think of. Broccoli has a lot of protein. Quinoa has a lot of protein, nuts, butters, like all these things. And then you have the whole, like, well, it's not a complete protein thing. And it's like, there's, I, I could go down that road, but 
I'm with you. I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm literally, I know what you're talking about. Yes. Protein is, has, is, and ha, is not, and has never been the issue unless you're trying to bulk. Like if you're like a bodybuilder, however, there are, there's are ways to do it. There's ways around it, but like, yes, an average vegan diet is probably not going to be the best diet if you're trying to, you know, put on mass, which is a very specific, small, specific group of people. But if you're just trying to be high performance, it's fine. The issues, uh, it's not the protein. The issues are the, the, uh, the other, um, nutrients that are not in that, that you find mostly in animal products and, 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 and dairy that you don't get in other things, but you can get them. You just have to be aware of it. Like even like vitamin D. Yeah. Yeah. Even like vitamin D, like vitamin D is something that almost everybody's deficient in. Yes. You have a higher level of being deficient in it as a vegan or as a vegetarian, because you also get it from a lot of dairies and things like that. So, uh, so if you're not eating any dairy and you're not going out in the sun, you're going to be extremely vitamin D deficient more so than the, even the normal person who's already vitamin D deficient. So you either have to, take a supplement or you have to uh, make sure you get out in the sun. So you have to, you have to be aware of those certain things. um, And then it's not really that hard, but uh, yeah, but that's, that's kind of like the, the whole like gist of it where it's like, it takes time. I always say 21 days. Like if somebody asks me, like, I think I'm going to try, I'm going to do it like once a week. I'm like, doesn't make sense. I was like, if you want to see how you feel, I was like, take time. You don't have to like do it cold Turkey right away. I was like, take time to like, figure out what you're going to replace things with. Cause that's the other thing is people don't know. They're like, all right, I'm not going to eat meat. And now what am I going to eat? Well, yeah. uh, I guess I'm just going to eat more pasta or I'm going to eat more rice and like whatever to fill myself up. And it's like, well, yeah, but you're not replacing a lot of what you're getting from meat with those things. So, um, so anyway, I don't want to ramble much longer, but, but essentially, you know, if somebody really wants to see how they feel, they need to they need to take some time. But the idea that you might feel like shit at first is a terrible reason to stop doing anything. Like, have you ever lifted weights after not lifting weights for a long time? You feel like shit the next day. Your body hurts. Like that's how our bodies work. It breaks down to build up. It gets worse to get better. So, um, so I'm a big believer in, you know, in, in, you know, in all of them, you have to be willing to like go through the hard part to get to the good part. And, and it's like, you know, all of it, it's, lifting, running, everything. It sucks. A lot of exercising sucks, but it makes you healthy. Oh, I hate hill sprints. They're the devil, but yeah. they make, they're great for your legs and for the ladies. And they're, you know, they're, they're the hill yeah. sprints are great. I hate them, but they, you know, there's certain things that you said, like when I first started drinking chaga mushroom tea, um, mushrooms are fantastic. It's the best. I love it. And I actually, speaking, Speaking of where you get a lot of nutrients for as a vegan, mushrooms cover like ninety percent of them. People do and they're meaty. They're meaty. They have a texture to them. People just they have such a misconception. You've ever had if you if you somebody's never had lion's mane mushrooms, you Uh, have to get lion's mane mushrooms and just put it on a on a grill or put it on a on a skillet. Put a little. It is literally a chicken nugget. uh, Really. Yes, it is literally like a chicken nugget. They're the lion's mane is the one that's like it almost looks hairy. It looks like white. white. You got to get it. Get it. Slice it up. Put it on it. Put it on a thing. Little olive oil. It literally, you're gonna be like, this could be a chicken nugget, and I would, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I haven't had a chicken nugget in 15 years almost. So, 
Yeah. In fairness, I could be a slightly off on my, uh, you know, assertion about it. But... Chicken nuggets are chicken nuggets anyway. They're all like, it's like not yeah, even. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's not even the only meat, so it's like whatever. <laughs> it's delicious. Like if we go to the problem is they're not always readily available. Like if we go to Wegmans and there's there's uh some they have uh they're more available now, but if they have some lions made, we like stock up on them. Like, oh, oh, it's hard to find all that stuff. I mean, I have to get my chaga from, um, I order it from upstate and then see, that's a lot of, I've been doing the extracting on the ends of that. Yeah. I haven't tried any lion's mane or turkey tail. That's going to be one of my next, uh, two things that I want to, I just yeah. added myrrh into my whole mix of stuff. Uh, and everything that I drink is pretty much a body detoxifier. The, the chaga made my eczema go away that I had, and it's never come back. And I've been drinking it for two years, three years, never come back. And I tell people all the time, if, if you're not drinking chaga and right now with what's going on, you're nuts. It's an antiviral. It's an antifungal, antipathogen, antioxidant, great for ladies skin, makes you look young. It has so many health benefits that like antivirals, I tell everybody, that's the key right there. Viruses, you're not going to have them. You know, so I've, I don't know if I've had COVID. I've never been tested. Um, I've known people that have tested positive. So I just did the right thing and quarantined and called it a day. Yeah. Um, but I was sick for, with a cold both times that, uh, people were around me that had it and it was like a sinus infection. And I do think that it's, you know, a big part of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I have O positive blood and they say that o, o blood people do very well with viruses. I also know that there's blood types with food, uh, diets and stuff. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, that, or if there's, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the, that's the, um, that's the, uh, there's the theory of. Uh, but so yes, yes, I know the theory of of that. Like it's your, it's the not ancient's not the word. Um, something origins, like a yes. origin, like the origin blood theory or something like that. Where you know wherever your your origin is from, your blood type and your origins, like something having to do with the way that they ate way 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 back. I don't know if I buy into all of it, but I you know I do think that. I, I do think that the reality is just like everything else. It's usually not one size fits all people, who, you know, respond better or, and, or worse to, um, to various things. And look, and, and at the end of the day is like, I'm not, I'm certainly not one to sit here and, and say like, there's not health benefits to eating animals. You know, I just don't personally, I'm not, you know, like, I, I think that what you're getting from commercially processed, which is most of what you're getting now, if you go to the store, uh, is, or like, especially if you, if you eat out, um, oh, yeah. is, is not, is not good for multiple reasons, the hormones, the thing, even if it's organic, like I don't buy into that. Um, and then, like you said, like, you know, the stress that they're going through their entire life. And then, you know, the idea that, you know, they're created, they're literally created, they're produced. It's not just that they're being killed. They're also produced. They're also mating, you know, forcing them to have babies, taking the babies. Like the whole process is just fucked up. There's no other way to say it. So like, that's why, um, you know, if you are eating meat, theoretically, it's like, I would, it's hard for me to advocate eating meat, but if you are eating meat, it's like, 
you should really be looking at where it's coming from um, because I think there's, but I mean, that goes for vegetables too, you know? True. And I was thinking about this summer, a friend of mine was like, you know what we can do? Cause I don't like a lot of meat. I only like little. And he's like, but he loves a lot of meat. And a couple of my friends are big, big, big red meat eaters. So he's like, you know, why don't we go to Pennsylvania or upstate to a person that, that not a, not a, not a slaughterhouse, like a person that that's what they do. They, it's not like a, yeah. it's not a production thing, but they raise cows in a very mm-hmm. healthy manner. And they literally will like butcher the whole thing for you. And, but everything yeah, yeah. is used. It's not like, it's just throwaways and you know, yeah, there is a difference. There is a difference there. Um, about $2,000, but I said uh, to me, that's worth it. Yeah. If I'm yeah. going to do it, if I'm going to go that route, because I just, I don't trust. Well, the food. Right. And that's the thing is most people won't, you know, and that's, that's yeah. why it's like, you know, I mean, here, you know, like there are things like uh, that I've, I've looked into in terms of like, I don't know if you've ever heard of the kind of the theory with like eating organs to, for the health of the, your organs. So like, yes. there is like this theory that if you eat like uh, liver, it's good for your liver. You yes. eat it's good for your kid. Like, I don't know all the, you know, all of the, um, liver, uh, all of the organs that, that you're supposed to eat, but you know, like I, it sounds right. It's like what the native Americans did and like all that stuff. Like, I, I'm sure there's some merit to it. Um, but it's like, for me, it's like, I, I'm gonna, the one thing I think we're advanced enough to do. And that's all, this is also why like the conversation, like the initial conversation, when you, when you go down like the animal rights, like side of it is like, well, you know, we've been killing animals forever. Everybody kills everybody. It's like, just okay. And it's like, yeah, but you know, the whole, like for me, the whole idea of being a human being is like, we've advanced beyond the need for certain things that like a lot, like we're not lions. We don't have to, you know, over consume. Well, exactly. We overconsume. I mean, like everything, you know, you listen, you're not, if you, if you grab a shopping cart and you push it like this and you go, and that's your hunting is you pick up a freaking thing out of the freezer in a, in a grocery store, you know, don't give me the, like, we're primate, you know, we're, we're, we're descendants of lions argument. It's like, you're not, you're not, you know, like the lions are, they don't get to walk into the thing and get the prepackaged thing. Like you're not that. It's like, that's not. We don't have their teeth. We're not supposed to theoretically and actually scientifically, we're really not, our teeth are not built to rip meat apart it really isn't essentially what we're supposed to do when you look at meat eaters and you look at you know herbivores and carnivores their teeth are designed very differently and if you look at our teeth very differently so it's it's there's so much stuff that goes into it and again to like you know the world's credit where we are we should be coming up with better ways and different ways. So, I mean, I, you, there's so many things that this guy has said that I like Eric Adams. I like the, uh, him wanting to test kids as soon as they get into school and school age for either being gifted mm-hmm. or having special needs. So they're not waiting till they're like saying kindergarten, first grade, falling behind. They know it. They're finding it out as early as possible, preschool, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you can design a kid's education, which I think is extremely important because not every kid learns on the same way and uh you know that's why i miss you know martial arts is so yeah yeah no i i i think i mean i have i could have a whole another conversation i don't know if you can hear my baby she's like crying that's why i know i know we'll we'll do we'll we'll definitely have another conversation um she's okay i just i just you know i don't know i don't know what you can hear i 
you know, I can't, but if I was going to say, if you have to go, we could, we will have, no, no, I'm okay right now. But, uh, um, but yeah, I mean, like I have a whole, you know, whole other feelings about the whole education system and stuff like that, I think is definitely beneficial. I think even like, you know, when you posted, I don't know that, uh, I didn't know if I didn't look into it. So I didn't know if he's like changing it. So that's the only option. Um, wants to. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that'll happen. I would be very surprised if that would happen. It's like the concentration camp thing will never pass. Everybody's so freaked out. It will never pass. Yeah, it's trying since 2003. It hasn't passed yet. Um, it didn't happen. But I, you know, like I think, I think if you, de if you know, if there was like, because here's the thing: whether or not you, if you're, you know, a meat eater, vegetarian, or fully vegan, you know, no doctor, no, no nutritionist, no, nobody other than like these hardcore like. Um, carnivore diet guys hmm. will tell you that more plant-based is not good for you. So if like they could like, if they want to initiate like, Hey, more whole food plant-based into the diet, you know, as much as I believe that vegan is great, vegetarian is great. Same thing. I don't think you should be telling people what they have to eat and what they don't have to eat. It's the same thing with the medical thing. Like I'm never going to be like, no, they should mandate you know, like I think the gov government should go in and shut down these massive, you know, murder houses of animals. But yes. I don't think that there should ever be any kind of mandate on what you can put in your body, even if it's, you know, it should be edible and healthy. And I think that's the direction he's trying to go because I mean, I, I, school lunches, from what I remember, horrible you know they were they were, they yeah, were yeah, yeah. generic no, it was pretty bad it was pretty bad yeah. so if they made it where you know it was a balanced meal uh and gave them real food i think that would be a way better direction to go in than what i mean the the the, the snacks the fucking stupid you know snack machine with all of the chips and that's i i hate to say it i go to pick my nieces up from school every day and these kids are not in any kind of shape whatsoever. None. I know. I know. I know. It's, uh, it's it's not good. I mean, the whole no, food, the whole food scene in general, and the who, and that's like, I mean, that is what drives me crazy more than anything about this whole, like, even with the response to the pandemic, like, it is asinine that this whole thing and the vaccines and you know the government wants to be your doctor and they want to be your, you know, like all these things. And like occasionally in very fine print, it'll say something like a healthy diet and sleep and this and that may help you, you know, may be beneficial in combating COVID. And it's like, okay, well, how about like get fucking healthy? You yeah. know, it's like, it's like, hey, you know, like again, I'm, you know, don't, you're not going to mandate somebody into, into a treadmill, but like the number one thing, how is the number one conversation? while people are dropping dead and 80% have comorbidities and 80% and all these people are dying from heart disease and all these people are dying for all these things that the government and the media and everybody else is not on there. Like, Hey guys, like, I don't care. You want to say, we think you should get vaccinated. Great. We also think that this is the most important thing in the world in general is for you to eat right and do it. Da, 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 da. These are what's bad for you, and like all this stuff, and like and like on like shove that down people's throats. Yes. You know, like I'm not gonna. You're not gonna like yeah, shove that down people's throats. 
stop being unhealthy. Stop eating like shit all the time. Treat yourself every once in a while, but like exercise, da da da, like within moderation. You can't be, you know, you can't be whatever. And, and, and like, if that's not part of the conversation, don't give me shit about, don't, don't say, I don't want to hear a word about what you want to inject into my body. You know, like that's the conversation that I occasionally have to have with people where it's like, well, you know, it's, these are the people that are, you know, the whatever non-vaccinated that are, uh, you know, you're going to become a, uh, you know, burden on society and burden on hospitals and all that stuff. And that's like, excuse me, like, wh- where was that conversation for the past 40 years? Why they destroyed the health system? I mean, the, the, uh, the, you know, the general health of the public. Absolutely. I mean, well, but beyond with the opioid crisis, with the health, with the, uh, you know, food that we're eating, the diabetes problem, there's so many things that they haven't tried to even help. And then again, you have this come along and they're like, well, we're just going to force something into you that one, if, if you, they're literally, and, and it's as sad as you can get that there is no information when they open that package of the vial, that piece of paper, there have been people exposing it left and right where you're supposed to have information. There's nothing. It's blank. I would never put something into my body that has zero information at one. Two, as a human person, if I'm getting a medical treatment done, I'm going to a medical practitioner, not to like Yankee Stadium. Right. And I don't need an incentive. I mean, everything that they did scream to me, not good. It had red flags all over it. And I'm like, if this thing works, why do you need 15 of them? If this thing works, what, you know, why do you have to offer me like, you know, money? It's just none of it made any sense. And you're right. Promote a healthy lifestyle. I told them if this is, if this is really bad, I want to see people in hazmat suits, picking the masks up off the ground. Cause they're all over the place in Long Island. Like make me, make me believe it, you know, go have between everybody that like is in the stores, you know, you press that little stupid little keypad. I want clean it. Make me believe that there's something really going on. It's just crazy. And they're not taking any of those measures to be healthy. And I've said to people, you know, you wearing this is not doing any good when I've touched everything. And I'll like literally touch their whole thing. And I'm like, now what are you going to do? Clean it. And they don't. They don't clean it. I'm like, you just touch the germs. You don't know what they are. No, it's, I mean, that's been like the story from the beginning is just inconsistency. And that's what, and that's why people are frustrated. And then, you know, and then half the world wants to demonize because now they're in, they're on the team, they got the thing. And it's like, you know, that's exactly, I don't care. Like, do what you want to do. Like, that's the whole thing. Like you want to get it, you're comfortable with it. It's fine. You know, just shut up, shut up around everybody else. It's like, you know what? I'm going to go to my doctor. I'm going to have a conversation. I'm going to make a decision. When I got COVID, like I got COVID when I, I I had COVID and I had it like not bad, but bad enough, like a bad flu, you know? And um, I remember when the doctor called me to tell me that I tested positive. He's like, you tested positive. And I said, okay, what should I do? And he's like, just don't go out. You'll be fine. Yeah. I was like, okay. He's yeah. like, yeah, you're, you're, he's like, you're not in a high, high risk category. He's like, you should be fine. He's like, if you, you know, if you, at any point, you know, you, you start to struggle to breathe. Like he was very unconcerned because of the, because of my demographic. And again, yeah. I'm not saying people aren't getting sick. I'm not saying people aren't dying. I do think it should be taken seriously for the people, particularly for the people who are particularly high at risk, yeah. you know, but like, that's not what, that's not what happened, you know, and it is what it is. We can have, we can go around in circles in that conversation, I'm yeah. sure, but um but at the end of the day it's just you know it's just it's just unfortunate that 
we're all in this situation now where, you know, like you kind of feel like you're walking on eggshells, you know, like you are doing this, which is pretty cool. Uh, you know, like for me, I have multiple businesses yeah. and, and like everybody has different opinion, you know? So like, even like my, my staff, particularly my younger staff, uh, that, that, um, at the restaurants like they're much more sensitive to all this stuff and it's like there's like one person gets it and then they're like we're gonna close right it's like i'm like you know okay we got a quarantine we got a quarantine we gotta go back to masks and i'm like i get i guess like what like i'm kind of like at the mercy of like my you know because i can't like close if i close yeah you know got a business so well then there's a lack of people that want a job so it's like you are at that point it's kind of like you have to right, right have a happy balance and it's a shame. And I think things are going to get uh, better. And I really do because the, everything that I'm seeing, uh, the scope of where everything's gone in the last, I'd say two months, um, things are going to take a dramatic change. in. Yeah, that. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to tell you what I think, and we can end on this topic. Uh, but what I think is that uh, it's already happening by the way, because the uh, CPI reports are coming out and inflation is out, out of control. And uh, it's not going to get better. It's going to get worse. And or the uh, the Fed is going to start raising rates and the interest rates are all going to start going up and the economy is going to start to collapse. And not collapse, but it's going to start to be affected drastically. And all of a sudden, everybody's going to stop caring about COVID. They're going to start caring how they're going to pay for dinner. Right. Yeah. So uh and the politicians are going to be like well we can't keep talking about covid when everybody just wants to know where they're going to be able to how they're going to be able to survive um it, financially right and that's the conversation that everybody wants to have and that's the now we're going to be playing this team team versus team on who you know how we're going to handle this and covid is going to be all of a sudden an endemic and and uh you know what ultimately we all kind of knew it was going to happen, which was that it was going to mutate probably until it was something like Omicron that isn't that dangerous and everybody's going to get it. And then everybody's going to be mostly immune and it might just come back in different forms every year. And it's going to be the same thing, right? Probably. I don't know. I'm not an expert, but that's what I think. But I do think that, uh, I do think that the financial thing is going to. Oh, it's scary to find it. People are not aware of what's going on financially at the, the supply chain crisis, the truckers. I mean, I could go on too, because I know so many things. I have a logistic guy that I speak to all the time and he's like, they're trying to crash the economy. Like this is all on purpose. This is all by design, all the stimulus checks you're paying for them right now. And I'm like, oh, I see it. You know, I mean, I've seen things dramatically take a spike and you know like they'll secondly take a dip but then they go like even more so it's just i can see things are gonna get where you're gonna see it, it could be pretty fucking freaky soon you know so i mean i'm hoping that we're wrong on that i'm really hoping that like my fighting sensors are not right and you know so i don't like i don't see how we can not be wrong like like the government owes an obnoxious amount of money and they keep printing more money and and it like and I mean, like maybe supply chain and things like that will get better and then it'll, it'll, it'll like kind of slow down the rate of, I, I shouldn't even say inflation. It's the problem is deflation of the dollar. Hmm. Like it's yes. Like prices of things are going up, but like they're going up because part in part because of how much money is getting injected into the economy. Yeah. So like it's, you know, if you've ever done supply and demand, 
you know, like if you double the amount of, of dollars in the market and, and in, not in this situation, and this is the reason inflation has gone up so much, part of the reason is because you have less of the things that you need. So the, there's more money and less of the things to buy. So there's going to cost more, right? But right now everybody just got a bunch of money. They got stimulus and they got this and they got that. So they kind of like, they have some money in their pocket maybe. And then, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, it's gone up, but we can all afford it kind of right now. Yeah. But like at some point that's not like that is a bubble that's actually a bubble everybody wants to talk about like all these other bubbles that's a bubble i don't see how it doesn't collapse at some point and i honestly don't think it's going to happen here first i think it's going to happen in canada or it's going to oh, happen definitely yeah it's like can't, like somebody's gonna like they're gonna default they can't like they're all going bankrupt and then I, know. I, I feel like i just heard that china but there's, there's a lot of weird shit going on internationally that a lot of people aren't speaking about because you know why why do we want to speak about that right now because it will eventually come to a theater near you and i keep on telling people this when you see things happen in other countries you're gonna see them start happening and then it's gonna be a snowball effect so it could be that's gonna happen and then the other wild thing that's been going on that is not publicized at all is the military takeovers of all of these countries and there's been five or six so far and those yeah. countries where the military is taking over they're dissolving the government and taking those countries out of the central banking system which is extremely interesting that's yeah. interesting because that puts a whole different rule what if that happens and that's what's a big you know you yeah. well there and there's discussion of there's discussion that that russia has been trying to do that and Russia's, and if Russia gets to the point, and China kind of, but not really, but like if Russia gets to the point where they're self-sufficient, they are basically their own internal economy. They have everything that they need. They're tight with China. So like, as long as they can co do commerce with China, like they literally don't need the rest of the world yeah. at, at a certain point. So what happens, you know, what happens like, you know, even with this whole U Russia, Ukraine thing and Biden is saying, you know, like, okay, well, we're going to do sanctions and you're going to pay and like, whatever, like at a certain point, he doesn't give a shit about sanctions. He's going to be like, all right, like what, are, like this Putin, he's crazy, you know? He doesn't and, care about sanctions either. They both got sanctions on them. Yeah, and China and China is going to just do commerce with whoever, but whoever will pay, like, they don't care. They're not going to be like, oh, we won't do it with, with Russia. They're going to be like, no, nah, go screw yourself, yeah. you know? So, uh, so yeah, like all of those things, but that's like bigger. And like, yeah. to be honest, I only understand. That's like, not really affecting us directly yet. Not yet, not yet, but it yeah. might and uh, whatever. But I just think I, like, I just don't, I, I don't, I, and here, like, I'm not an economist. Like it's, it's like, I, I read a lot. I mean, I read a lot. I watch a lot. I listen to a lot of experts in the field and, and like, in in economists and and different you know like i'm i'm fairly big fan of like the world of crypto and like what's happening there um so like people kind of talking about that and then you know like I, I do listen to some of the politicians and it just like it doesn't make sense it doesn't make sense how like i just it feels like we're propped up right now on stilts and and it's like okay well we just had this whole thing everybody's businesses got shut like everybody's businesses got shut down like in the whole country the whole country everybody's business shut down there's barely anything on the shelves like there's all these things right there's all these things going on but it's just not bad enough right it's just like and it actually it swung kind of the other way right like it almost was like so much money was injected 
into the economy that it felt like, oh, great, it recovered, right? Yes. But like, it couldn't have. Like, I know businesses that closed down. I know people, you know, like, I know, I know places that were like, it was like, this was about to be like a really, really bad windfall. The government propped it with money, but like, they didn't actually save a lot of them. You know, so like at some point and the, and the, and the supply chain thing is still a thing. So it's like, at what point does it just start to roll downhill and how fast, you know, does it go from like, oh, things are starting to look kind of bad. It's kind of getting worse. It's kind of getting worse. We have time to fix it. Or is it going to be like falling off a cliff and then everybody's just fucked. Fighting in the streets. That's my fear is, you know, that things are going to get either really, really bad or they're going to stay stagnant and they get really bad. I'm just hoping, I'm hoping I'm wrong. I really, really, really pray that. And I, I mean, for our yeah. kids sake and for our, you know, for the future of the world's sake, uh, yeah. there's a lot of things that I've watched that there are hope. Um, if, if there's hope, I look at, that's my hope is looking at all those other countries where the military stepped in because I'm like, all right, I see a design going so it could go either way. You could see a split in the world where you're going to see a very, um, I don't even know what you want to call classist kind of system, what China's doing. And then you're going to mm -hmm. see people trying to get out of those kind of systems and be more free in their countries instead of having to pay interest to all of, you know, the central banking system and all this bullshit. Um, so I look at those and I'm like, okay, so that could be an option of what's going on too. So it's really right now such a crapshoot and there's a lot of wag the dog going on, you know, look over here, don't look over there. Right. Um, it's just so much. And, but I mean, one, it's great to see that, you know, things, MMA is coming back, you know, at least gyms yeah, yeah. again, thank God. Uh, you have, you know, you have a lot of great things going on besides the bullshit, which is nice, you know? Yeah. 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 No, it's, I, I personally can't complain. I'm not, you know, especially right now, you know, um, things are, things are, are not bad. I had, you know, it was a tough couple of years, but you know, we, we've bounced back and, you know, the one good thing about being a fighter and being an athlete is like, you know, you're used to, think, you know, doing things that suck. Yeah. Um, so you kind of just. Taking a hit here and there, right? <laughs> you take a hit and you keep moving forward. But, um, but, uh, but yeah, but I, you know, like, I don't want to see my friend, you know, my friends and people that are, like, I, I see it, you know, like I see people that like, you know, losing their jobs or like whatever, like all these things. And again, like maybe it's unrelated and maybe it'll all be fine. And I could be totally wrong. You know, I guess like I I'll never claim to be an expert on it. I just try to pay attention. And, and I'm a very like objective thinker. Like I just kind of see things as they're happening. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Or that makes sense. I don't consider myself that emotional about like all this stuff. But, um, but I could be wrong. And like you said, hopefully about, you know, some of the, you know, some of the whatever doomsday stuff, <laughs> it, we are wrong. Yeah, I'm really hoping, you know, that like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just like really erring on the side that everything's going to work out. But, you know, it, it'll be great to run into you in a fight sooner or later. Maybe. Yeah, for sure. And and uh, where can everybody find you? Give your businesses a shout out. Um, the floor is yours, Andy. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, if they're in the Morris County, New Jersey area, Pure Mix Martial Arts in Rockaway, PureMMA.com. Um, I own the pliables in rock in, uh, Denville, Sparta and Chester in New Jersey. 
Um, and then if they just want to follow me online at Andy Main, I've been semi like more focused on, you know, offline stuff, but I actually am planning on, I'm trying to figure out what kind of platform I want to start to go with either like a YouTube video thing or, you know, like a lot of people see, like I've gotten a lot of, uh, uh, suggestions for TikTok, but I don't think I can bring myself to TikTok. I like, I, it's, it's cool platform and some people use it. I actually listened to like, like a lot. I learned, like follow some people that, you know, share information. I loved it until they banned my IP address twice for sure. Really? Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I didn't really use it too much. I just want, you know, like I'll just see like some like reels or whatever. Yeah. Um, great. I do, I do want to start building some sort of digital platform back up uh, or I shouldn't say back up at some point. By going on Rumble, they just offered uh, Joe Rogan like what a hundred million, something hundred billion, something some crazy fucking number. Rumble is going to be uh, heads above YouTube, and it's just they're getting better and better. So if you want to get are on, they, are they just audio or are they video also? Yeah, and audio. Um, and they Rumble, they do live stuff. You get I I make more money on there with my videos than I do on YouTube, and I've been on YouTube for way longer. Really? I gotta look into that. I actually fun random, totally random thing, but I shared. Uh, the article about them offering Joe a hundred million dollars. And um, my friend reached out who lives like five minutes from me. And they're like, Oh, that's my cousin, the owner of rumble. <laughs> yeah. He, I, I, I was like, really? They're like, yeah. He's like, whatever. And he's like, next, I said, next time he's in town, I would love to meet him. That's crazy. That's like, yeah, yeah. there's the guy that owns Gab. And I think he's from Pennsylvania or New Jersey, Andrew Torbo, super, super normal guy. That's like, super techie and put all of his money into his own service so that he can't be to his social media and it's never going to be taken down. So these people that are doing like all this innovative stuff is really great. I also think that Starlink with, uh, who's like, uh, Elon Musk, there's going to be a lot of wild things that are coming through him with the internet that yeah. are like where it's going to be free speech within like, you're not going to be able to put some really gross things about kids and stuff. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there'll be some impenetrable stuff and i've also heard um gurdon will be it's g-h-r-i-d-o-n which is i think mr people from eight chan so there's so much going on behind mm -hmm. the scenes and i'm seeing it with like a lot of ceos stepping down and a lot of the stocks for these um social media platforms are starting to plummet and i wonder if i'm seeing a trend start so hopefully that'll be nice yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I'll look into some of those. Yeah, because I gotta just I I mean I like talking. I, I like I like talking about this stuff. I just don't. iTunes will not take you down. I've been on iTunes for two years and I've said some incredible things on there and they have never taken me down, which is crazy. Yeah. Crazy man on the totem pole, but uh they don't they don't really censor you on there. So there's very yeah, yeah. There are some good platforms left and uh, I can definitely send you so much information on them because that's I've been on a mission and search since I got like my IP address got banned from Twitter and from Instagram. And I said to my friends, that's not a social media company. That's called an NSA or CIA project because you can't ban people's IP addresses. Right, right, right. That's crazy. That's more than a nerd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like crazy. Yeah. But I hope to see you very soon. Uh, it would be great to see you in the cage one day soon. And I, I hope so. We'll see. We'll see. I'm so thankful for this conversation. And uh, I'm glad that everything's going great. And uh, we definitely have to have another one soon, Andy. Mm -hmm. 
Thank for sure. Out of your evening, speak to me about everything. It was great. Yeah, you too. All right, it's good to talk with you. Bye. 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 Uh...